Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017, a podcast about Ghostwatch 2016, a podcast about Common Rider Ghost. My name is Coriander Dickinson, and Ghostwatch 2016 is my show. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All by yourself. All by myself. So I asked uh, Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hi. To uh, hang out with me and tell me their thoughts on my show. <laughs> Episode, episode 25, 25. Scribscribe. In episode 25, Mr. Steampunk makes more progress on Demia Project, whatever that is. Taco Time steals a motorbike. Airport gets attacked by an airplane. I'm deeply disappointed by Demia Project, now that I know what it is. And uh, wish to have that time back in my life. But anyway, theme song. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Flawless. Flawless. Special effects. Yeah, really my mic a lot. Very loud. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving, Coriander is back. The bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing the show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017. You know what I'm deeply disappointed with? What? The fact that in Ghostwatch 2016, Corey picked Blade as her favorite common writer. Oh, you know what I'm disappointed in? That thing you guys talk about where you get to see all the common writers was not in my downloaded version of this what? episode. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I picked Blade because I know that Adam hates it. You didn't know <laughs> that when you picked it. I did. Did you? This was okay. like forever ago. Wait, what I closed the tab. What what year was this? <laughs> what year is it? This was February of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I knew that you didn't like Blade. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I've never seen Blade. Alright, well I I guess I I guess your long game of trolling me finally paid off actually that's what all of this is i'm not sure how you haven't picked up on it so far wow we've all been punked extremely elaborate yeah two years of podcasts like that's a lot of that's a lot of effort on your part for a very very small troll yep (laughs) it's like i mean i guess you've wasted a lot of my time now too technically Oh yeah, good job. <laughs> Quite a lot, and the listeners, and <laughs> yeah, I was at myself. my good night, everybody. Oh. Project's over. <laughs> Success finally. Uh, so I guess this is the final episode of Ghostwatch 2017. <laughs> you guys can finally get into Kaiju Completionist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just in can't believe you delayed it by a whole year. Curses. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you describe Blade as being uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, yeah, because they have they have like swords that like have like cards that fan out from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means Blade visually I... is fine. It's not yeah. that's not the problem with Blade. But it looks it looks it's like, like a positive starting opinion of it because dual discs are rad. Yeah, not to use. I did. I have. I have done an entire Yu-Gi-Oh battle while wearing a dual disc. Oh no! My brother, who was also wearing a dual disc, oh. and it was like. It was fantastic and also just like so awkward and tiring. You've also done like lightsaber fencing, right? Yes, I've done a little bit. Quidditch? No. (laughs) Okay. I've never been a big Harry Potter fan. 
Ah. Hmm. It is yes. totally the kind Very of thing. Large Yu-Gi-Oh fam. Oh yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh ruled. I like on the playground would do basically what was just Yu-Gi-Oh RP with other children. In my day, it was Power Rangers. It was Pokemon and Digimon first. Ugh. Yeah, they didn't have Pokemon until I was like 13. I was in university. It- Oh man! So you had no excuse for stealing cards from other children, did you? I didn't. Well, see, okay, because I did. I did buy some Pokemon cards, but I didn't have anyone to play with. So I got my sister to play with me, and she played like one one round with me, and that was it. I had the Pokemon board game and memorized all of the positions of all the Pokemon, so that I was always ready to fight them. Wow. So I can opti- optimize the board game. It's like this. Like, uh, it's, it's like the game of life, but uh, there's like these pogs that slip yeah. into the board. I yeah. have a game and I love it. I don't know how you memorize the positions because you're supposed to shuffle those. You're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were cheating? Yeah. Okay. That sounds fun. Like, of, of all of the morally questionable <laughs> things I have done in my life. Pokemon has led to the worst behavior. You hmm. know, I think that that's the same. Like I stole and I beat up another person because of Pokemon. I did not, did not beat anyone, but I did, did steal on several occasions. Oh, wow. That's an expensive, expensive assault. Yeah. On the, on the other hand, like Pokemon Go got, got us to walk around more. So maybe it's like a net positive. That's true. Pokemon got Pokemon Go got to have me like have friendly interactions with strangers and even like strange kids, which I don't usually get along with kids. So that's All true. Kids Pokemon Go has healed the wounds caused by <laughs> earlier versions of Pokemon. I mean, the wounds you caused. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I received because like... I was given a Game Boy eventually by a grandparent, and the Pokemon version was the Pokemon trading card game game. Oh, yeah. So that's what I got for wanting Pokemon. She was so close. <laughs> it's your punishment. So close. Yeah. <laughs> My mom memorized all original 151 Pokemon because I think at some point we like, we're like, ah, mom, you don't know anything about Pokemon. She's like... I'll show you, children. The oh. next day, I can know every Pokemon. Your mom's mom pretty rad. Likes Jigglypuff like a lot, and yeah, they used to have like Jigglypuff merch. Oh wow! And still, whenever Pokemon comes up, talks just exclusively about Jigglypuff. Hardcore Jigglypuff fan. Yeah. Hmm. I had a Jigglypuff beanie baby. That'd be cute. I think I still yeah. do. It's probably. I think it's. I think it's in a bin somewhere. I had this Pikachu a with a voice, a voice box that I dropped in a stream, a crick, and uh, the voice box got kind of distorted, and then it had this super like deep bass devil voice, <laughs> which just made it the best, the best Pikachu. I had the Pikachu like um, step counter thing that you put on your belt, and you like walked around and you generated like electricity, and then you fed it to Pikachu. Yeah. And he, like, yeah, and he would, like, do some stuff. I don't know. It was, like, basically a, it was basically a pedometer. It was basically, like, a really 
really early prototype for Pokemon Go where you only caught one Pokemon. But there's also the Poke Walker. I was going to say, yeah, it's like it's yeah, I didn't have that. The Poke Walker went in between those. Poke- Nintendo yeah. has been trying to get us to go outside and walk around, <laughs> just like. <laughs> so like there was always there was always that the the Health Canada thing. Yeah. Kid chasing after the Pokemon card. Like they've they've been on to us from the beginning. I want to say that had an impact on me, but it didn't really actually get me to exercise. It just got me got me to think about that ad every time I think about how little I exercise. Right. <laughs> well, Nintendo's been like harassing us to exercise like since they started putting little like things on their console saying, by the way, maybe you should take a break and like, you know, enjoy the world. And like, shut up, I'm playing Zelda. And now with the Switch, they finally gave up. They finally entirely. unveiled their master plan. What do you mean gave up? They made a portable console. I don't take it anywhere. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> and like like friend pass and everything on the DS iteration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah spot passes and special events at locations. Pokemon Go has to be the most successful, but even then, until they fixed it, when people had ways to just like um, use the internet to fake their location and fake that they were moving around. This has been Pokewatch 2017. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Epsilon. I can do the whole goodbye. <laughs> you can find me at PokeyFreak88. <laughs> It would be Fine. pretty funny if we just completely gave up on Coast at this point, but still continue okay to do with the podcast. That. I'm okay with that. Like, I don't know. We could talk about Eraserhead. No. <laughs> Wrong podcast. I could, I could just do the podcasts that failed to record on schedule. Oh, we could talk about the Solaris. next opportunity. That's true. We could talk about Solaris. <laughs> So, Alexi, uh, what are your feelings on Tarkovsky? Tarkovsky? Yep. I don't know Tarkovsky. It sounds like Tchaikovsky. I love Tchaikovsky. Did you play The Witness at all? No, I bought it and I still haven't played it. It's so good. Okay, so play The Witness so that you can find a film clip from a Tarkovsky movie called (laughs) Nostalgia so that I can tell you that's who Tarkovsky is without referencing any other Tarkovsky works. Okay, I'll get on that. You'll yeah. maybe find it. I mean, it's not a guarantee. I never found it. You didn't find that one? That was like the no. first one I found. And it's so the, freaking long. That the clip first is so one I long. found was the, um, with the British guy. The Petri dish one? No, the one about basically like about the internet before there was an internet. Oh. Um, from Connections. Oh, James Burke. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, connections, I know. Connections. Yeah, there's a, there's a Connections clip in The Witness as well. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, The Witness is great. If there was one game I could like erase from my mind so I could play it again for the first time, it would be The yeah, Witness. Play it fresh. So good. But you can't it's not the same if you play it twice. No. It's not. I even have it installed. I've gotten so far, but I have not clicked that so play button. I started Horizon Zero Dawn today. I I can't. Oh, okay. That's a well, that's, that's going to take yeah. you a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've only heard good things, so I played I played it for like 10 hours um, and it was during the period of time where I was like having trouble committing to, to stuff. So I stopped partly because I wasn't that good at it, but it was it's it's a good game. Adam, that's my entire life. <laughs> you just <laughs> stop playing games because you're bad at them. Yes. I find that really difficult to believe, given that I've played games with you and you're very good. 
I pick up a game, I play it for a while. I'm like, I've I've explored everything this game has to offer me, and I'm not through the tutorial yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly pulled away by new shiny games that I also need to play. It's even like I started playing The Long Dark also basically this weekend, and mm. I never finished um, Near, and I wanted to play Monster Hunter, and I started playing Zero Time Dilemma. That's oh, probably never right. going to get finished. I just, there's what? always another thing I really have to play. I played Minute. It only took like an hour and a half for me to beat it, but it was fun. Nice. Okay. I've been I've been considering streaming Minute. It's good. I haven't, it's, I've it's been avoiding game. spoilers for it, but... Uh, I won't spoil it. It's, I it's haven't seen anyone in my immediate circle stream it, so it seems free for the taking. Like, Celeste, I'm itching to play, but I'm going to give it some time. Yeah. Celeste is hard. And everyone streamed it, so. Also true. Yeah. <sighs> Video so games. <laughs> did you, uh, what did you think of the episode of Ghost? Yeah. Let me consult my notes. What were your highlights? Uh, well, okay, so apparently the Zadia project or whatever. Demia project. Yeah. Demia. Did connect the Demia project with Igor. You're going to be hearing about that for a while. Oh, forever. Yeah, basically. Well, today... They... Boy, what a payoff. <laughs> Such a payoff. Bill Jobs, or whatever his name is. Steve Bills. Steve Bills. <laughs> uh, said, he said that it was a revolutionary new OS that connects people everywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, apparently it's an operating system, but they sure don't talk about it like it's an operating system. It's not an operating system. <laughs> not really. <laughs> That's what I kind of figured. It's it's the entire infrastructure. It's the um, it's the network and the de- the device for interaction. So it's it's I don't it's know like a internet. separate a separate internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the singularity. Yes, kind it's of. actually the singularity. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. airport got attacked by an airplane. That is really great that you guys picked that name and then this episode happened. Like, man. Okay, but like, regardless of what we did, his name is still Narita. Yeah. Like, it's still, it's nice. Yeah. Airplane Ganma, uh, it was pretty cool. He's like, got a neat design. There's lots of nice little touches. Okay, here, big complaint for the episode. Can Taco not fly? Has he not before? <laughs> he forgets sometimes. Yeah, and it comes up so many times in this episode. Here, here's what annoyed, well, not annoyed me, but like they totally stole that whole like having multiple jackets like hurl him further into the air oh, from I was gonna get Final Fantasy that. VII Advent Children. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. At the end of that, like Cloud gets like hurled into the air by like every other every like, party character. Member. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's not how physics works at all. Alexi, Alexi, have you not seen Advent Children? No, I haven't. I've seen, I've seen the trailer for Advent Children a million times because it's on the DVD for Godzilla Final Wars. Uh... <laughs> but I've never seen the film. It but takes itself very seriously. It truly thing, does. It's not even like the jackets toss him up. What happens is that he's like, oh, I get, it. I have to get up in the sky. What am I going to do? I know I'll use Benki. And I'm like, Benki? 
why is Benki the one you choose? He's just like a hammer guy. This doesn't make any sense. Kyotakaru jumps up a little bit in the air and Benki slaps his feet with a hammer, launching him into the sky like Smash Bros. And he's like, oh, I'm not going high enough. So he summons Tutankhamun, who, again, just hits his feet with the staff. And then Musashi hits his feet with the swords. Like, they don't even toss him. It's a... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's literally what happens in Advent Children, I swear to God. Jeez. Except with except like instead of three times, like eight times. It's like seven. Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. I, I think there is some like hand grabbing and boosting in in Advent Children, but yeah. I just remember like I feel like Barrett or somebody like literally like did a bicycle kick or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, there is a giant sword slash in there. I'm pretty yeah, And sure. I was just like, physics doesn't work this way. You can't, if, you, if you're not standing on something, if you're in the air, you can't give somebody else more momentum. Doesn't work like that. I was just happy that like there was just enough of a break for me to think to myself, Banky, how could they possibly use Banky? He just has a hammer. And like exactly as I finished that thought is when it happened. But again, his hammer is still Spider Lantern. Right. Oh. Yeah. Mm. They just topsy turvy, whatever <laughs> they want. Yeah, because Narita, Narita had yep. the Spider Lantern. Exactly. Yeah, they don't give they it. They use Spider Lan- Lantern in a separate scene with separate characters because, you know, haha, we, we have to see ghosts. But no. <sighs> The best thing about Airplane Gamma is that he literally has finger guns. Mm-hmm. Also, that uh, Takeru runs him over with the Houdini bike. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then... So it was funny, because I used to think... Because I knew um, at some point that there was, like, a Takoyaki connection to Ghostwatch 2060. And didn't you guys, like, get people to take pictures of them eating Takoyaki or something? Uh, I'm I'm sure we asked them in our non-serious way that we request things of fans, but I actually went out and took pictures myself, and then fans also sent pictures. Right. Yeah, so I knew about that, um, but I thought it was just because, like, Takeru, Taco Time, Takoyaki, I was like, yeah, that's probably a connection. I'm realizing now where the real connection lies. Because Elaine ate ten boxes of Takoyaki. And Grandma Fumi yes. is the best side character. Yes. Fumi is uh, a saint. Yeah. Just giving people free takoyaki. Yeah, because that's true. It's not like Elaine has money. Nope. Maybe Canon paid for it. Yeah, so it was wild to me that you have Elaine angrily eating takoyaki. And then it's a series of reveals where Grandma Fumi comes over and first of all puts him on blast for saying ridiculous 54 times in his answer. Ridiculous. And she just says 55. It's like, dang. (laughs) And then the camera zooms out and it's like, oh, by the way, you also have eaten 10 boxes of takoyaki. And Elaine's like, when did that happen? (laughs) Which is the most relatable he's ever been. Mm. And I was like, man, Elaine, you need help. And someone to like keep you in line. And then it turns out that Cannon's been there the whole time. Why didn't she tell him to stop? She just sat there painting with Cubert and watched Elaine eat box after box. Cannon's a very passive character that stuff happens to. 
Yeah. Uh, and Qbert is a good a good take on his name. <laughs> kind of probably just like, hey, you do you. I guess so. Yeah, she is very passive. I, I put in my notes that she is a leopard frog. She is an indicator species. <laughs> wow, your notes must be even more incomprehensible than mine. Like, <laughs> that's that's a deep cut to some, like, self-knowledge there. <laughs> it's like, only you would make that association. Yeah, Explain well, they- it. Explain Oh, well, like leopard frogs, particularly, but frogs in general, are important indicator species. So if there's any kind of pollutants or other environmental factors, the first thing to react will be the frogs. And you think that's canon? Yes, because in this episode, um, the sky gets all red and is starting to go nasty. And the first thing that happens is a cannon starts getting sick. Oh, yes. She's the leopard frog. The delicate leopard frog. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to know if the environment and just kind of general state of things is getting messed up, you watch canon. Also, okay, Buck Wild, and you guys yell about it too, which is good. When Takeru and everyone gets together in the basement and it's like, huh, canon's kind of sick and like there's this red sky stuff. What should we do about it? I know, we'll use our one wish that, like, should probably be used for something super important. It's not even clear, like, what's he gonna wish for? The cannon feels better? That the sky is blue? Like... Stuff. Stuff? <laughs> things? And then Akari's like, wouldn't it be better to have five wishes? And everyone's like, yeah, that would be. Let's do it. How? What? Well, they can each collect all of the icons. Yeah. Just because Trainyard might wish that he is Emperor of the Universe <laughs> shouldn't be a reason not to maybe waste three other wishes on, like, maybe Canon should be a little more comfortable in this bed. I want to know what Inari's going to wish for. I would like to point out that um, on, on Ghostwatch 2016, um, they uh, I think Heather compared it to the Dragon Balls, and the Dragon Balls give you three wishes. Not just one. The icons give you one wish one I time. Know. I'm saying. So they're not as good as Dragon Balls. No. And you have to collect more of them too. Yes. Really? Yeah. And the Dragon the Balls don't talk to you. No, that's true. And the Dragon you can have, does. You can when you summon the Dragon, they'll talk to you. you. Can, but that's like that's part of the interaction that's the like how are you supposed to describe your wish correctly if there's not an avatar for you to talk to at that point yeah like a little who, ghost who boy. isn't a child who isn't a little ghost boy yes there's <laughs> a big big scary dragon you're like yes i do think that you could grant my wish giant scary dragon not tiny child standing here asking questions can't remember if the Namekian Dragon Balls only grant one wish. They they operate differently and they're larger. Uh, I think it is just one big but wish. But I think it's a better wish. I think you can wish for better things. <laughs> well, you like, can wish people back from the dead again. Yeah, but with the Namekian ones, but you can't with like the Earth ones. Yeah, you only get one yeah. back. One backsee. But you'll, yeah, but to, yeah, so I guess you only get one wish because it's a better wish. I don't know. That's why you got to read the fine print. 
<sighs> Dragon Ball is complicated. They do not come with instructions. <laughs> it is all just people passing on an oral tradition of what these magic balls do. But again, you can you can use science to detect them. Which yes. you cannot do with these ghost spheres. But Akari will try. And we'll probably get it eventually. She spends this episode being hyper-suspicious of Elaine for smiling. Ha! Constantly. <laughs> Not that she's necessarily wrong, <laughs> but just her rationale. I was so glad that you guys in Ghost of Shai 16 pointed out that Elaine was specifically, like, looked at some ducks and smiled. Because <laughs> you know why? It's because he wants to be a duck. Yeah, birds. Yeah, loves birds. Loves blue sky. Loves birds. Loves being a bird. Wants to be a bird. We'll be disappointed probably when he becomes a bird and can't eat takoyaki as well. Do you think that will be his one wish is to become a bird? I, I think that a bird a could eat takoyaki. Like, depending on the bird. If it was a seagull, for instance. Nah, nah, shoebill. Big ol' big ol' story. Oh, yeah. That takoyaki? Gone. Yeah, shoebill could eat gramofumi. Whoa. Just saying. That's a little large for a shoebill. Like a duck? A shoebill can eat a duck. Or a rabbit or something. I don't, I don't know about a grandma. Not in one go. It would take a little while. But Shoebill beaks are not like rip and tear beaks. They're like a pick up and put stuff down beak. I guess they need help. Apparently the Earth Dragon Balls only grant a single wish. I was super wrong. What a oh, jerk. Oh god, jeez. Yeah. No. Oh. I brought you here for your expertise, Adam. Not my Dragon Ball expertise. Technically. We'll just edit all the Dragon Ball talk out and someone will know. This isn't Dragon Watch 2017. <laughs> we could watch Dragon Ball, though. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that can't be much longer than Kamen Rider. All of Kamen Rider. I think all of Kamen Rider would technically be longer. But I still don't want to watch Dragon Ball. What if, what if, what if it There's was so Kai? What if, what, if, what if Dragon Ball Kai? Even then, I'm still a little... I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well. It was anyway. worth a shot. Uh, what else happens in this episode other than ducks and takoyaki? I mean, that was most of it. There's like a super useless, pathetic battle where Javert, who falls into a pile of garbage earlier in the episode, <laughs> uh, manages to limp his way up to a lane and he like cannot even stand and is like, fight me. <laughs> And Elaine also has just been a mess. And so they have this fight where they're both just already at like 1% energy. <laughs> and it's intercut with uh, Takeru fighting the airplane, airport, Wright Brothers, Ganma. Yes, it is the uh, Wright Brothers. Spoilers. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> There might be, in the future, another airplane. All right, then. Well, they telegraphed it via the jacket. I guess speaking of jackets, Billy the Kid jacket gets used, which hasn't happened very I often. I hate it. Uh, I don't like it as much as I did at first. I know I was really like, rah, rah, Billy the Kid jacket. Yeah, but... cowboys. I love cowboys. And I'm like, no, the design is bad. I love cowboys, yeah. too. I grew up with yeah. the, the Western yeah. Yeah. 
It is a bad jacket. I want to like it because I like cowboys, but it's just no good, man. It's even got, like, what, a bat clock as a gun? Yeah. 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 Man, they don't really particularly show the tiny table friends as table friends so often anymore, do they? They pretty Mm -hmm. much forgot about them. I mean, they've got a lot going on. They need to give you at least three shots of creepy brother being creepy at Makoto's unconscious body. Ah. Sweats bro? Yeah. Yeah, sweats bro. That guy. I tell you. Not a good guy. No. I'm mostly calling him creepy bro in my notes because all he's been doing is creeping on Makoto. <laughs> uh, he gets creepier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He did get kind of consumed by fire briefly in this episode. It's um, not enough. It, his creepiness needs more. Yeah. So they did, did they tried to activate the heaven portal and it just made big explosions, including one where Creepy Brother was. So he got all caught up in the explosion, but then he seemed fine. So. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we leave off with this shot uh, that I don't remember what exactly the drama is supposed to be, but the camera just rotates. Like 180 degrees until Takeru is upside down, and then it's like cut episode, huh? It didn't even look particularly steady. I feel like someone just did it with their hand. Yes, probably. Yeah, try not to pay too much attention to the filmography. I like I I, I like the fact that they do weird stuff with the with the visuals. I mean, they don't have to. They could just make it super boring. It's, like, it's more. Like, it feels like sometimes they pull in just, like, an amateur director person. It's like, you know, young David Lynch, and they, they let him go all go all out. I appreciate that. In some ways, I like that they do it, but in other ways, I wish the series was more tightly controlled. It's it's easier to enjoy it when it's a better series, to, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, when it's, when it's fun, it's better. But I appreciate that they don't, like, just stick the camera in one one place and just, like film stuff like that they you know oh like i'm fine with them doing like inverting a camera but i'd like it to be on a rig steady well you can't always have a steady i can't (laughs) fine it is true that if this show had the same story and characters and then just like dropped a lot of the silliness and the weird camera that would be just like one much fewer bright side in this overall struggling television program yeah it'd be like watching the american footage of power rangers without the japanese footage boring it's you know the american footage is silly yeah but i also don't do anything much with the camera that's that's why it's always such a shock when they switch to the japanese footage and all of a sudden there's camera motion and also the film grain is entirely different yeah i did not notice that as a child i mean i was in like high school when Power Rangers came on. So I totally noticed it. And at first I didn't like it. And then I found, found where the enjoyment was and got way too into it. Yeah. I was probably like seven. And it set me on the course that my life has taken today. Oh no. I know. Right. Mm. Yeah. Everyone would just make me play either the pink or the yellow ranger. So yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. It's It's fine. I like, I like using a bow. But yeah, okay. I wanted to be the Black Ranger or the Blue Ranger because nerds. Yeah. 
I assume you mean the yes. second Black Ranger, not the original Black Ranger who was yes. with his hip-hop keto. Yeah. Actually, I do mean Zach. Zach wasn't a nerd. Well, I'm a nerd. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> debating that. No, but that's... I was... Yes. <laughs> hey, so Anyways. We're recording a podcast about a podcast that's about common Rider Ghost. We are all nerds by definition of what we're doing right now. There's a wow. Sentai series about moms. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I don't think it's a series. I think it's just like a special, but yeah. I don't I care that. if it's not a series. I love that it exists. Yes. It's just three moms. Their kids go to school. They can transform and fight crime, you know. And they're all former Sentai members. Yep. That sounds rad. The, yes. uh, the current Sentai series is actually pretty cool because it's like two teams of three uh, Sentai and they fight each other. Oh. There's a there's a thief team and a police team. Oh. It's kind of Persona 5-y. Yeah. Are we still on build? Is there a new Kamen Rider yet? Nope. Still on build. Build's okay. uh, at episode 31. So Ooh. It, it's not going to be until like September that it changes yeah. up. Okay. I'll let you know. Thank you. I'll keep you updated. I have, I have no other way of finding out this information. <laughs> I feel like that's not true, but I'll take it. <laughs> Anything else? I'm good. No, that's all my observations. Swag. Then I will say we're done. <laughs> As we always end our episode. Yes. Swag. Our, our usual catchphrase. Swag. <laughs> And that's, I, I do say that, and people do know that I say that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep, there we go. I'm Coriander Dickinson, and you can find me on Twitter at Epsilar. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmium. And I'm Alexi Peppers, and you can find me on Twitter at A.M. Peppers. Goodbye. Bye.